Everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. As they come down past the 350 and straightening up, it's the tenor out by two lengths to Coat of Arms. They're followed by Tempo in the centre bunk. Garraby Lad joining in. Maurice Press searching for room. And they're followed by Dare to Share down the outside. Down inside the 150. They're all across the shop. Bunk Garraby Lad hit the lead. It's Bunk Garraby Lad in front. Trying hard. Maurice Press the inside. Out wide Dynamic Verse. They hit the line. Maybe Dynamic Verse. A tight go here. Maybe Dynamic Verse over Bunk Garraby Lad and Maurice Press. They straighten up and come down past the 300 metre mark in the country cups challenge and on the inside centaur being taken on by echo pointed around the lead vanastas into the clear they're followed by no innuendo and bold kingston they come down past the 150 it's echo point clear vanasta the second is trying hard it's echo point in front close to home and echo point wins the country cups challenge it beat vanasta third centaur then bold kingston let's talk a deal well back cappuccino no innuendo and fast train they're followed by back in the field was lord of light well back in the field was uh in the center was mr vista then came yeah, it's going to be a big day, isn't it, in Brisbane on the weekend with all the country horses and the country folk in town. Tony Clements, Rob Luck are going to talk about it extensively on Bushbeat this morning. Good morning, Tony. G'day, Steve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bushbeat for another week on Radio Tab. And, yes, we are counting down the sleeps to the 2023 edition of the Country Cups Challenge Final and the Country Stampede Final. And we go back there 12 months. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun to Dynamic Verse taking out the Country Stampede Final at Durban last December for Angela Jones and Pat Webster. And the Country Cups Challenge Final going to Echo Point, written by Bubba Tilly for Raymond Williams. This time it's going to be Dan Ballard aboard Echo Point who has been given top weight and has drawn barrier 13 for Saturday's Country Cups Challenge Final. We're going to go into a little bit of depth this morning into the two fields with the acceptances and barrier draws being conducted last week as well as a look back at what happened on the weekend. We did lose a couple of meetings with some welcome wet weather. As we've often said on Bushbeat, we appreciate the rain when it comes because we know what it can be like when we don't get rain and in drought condition and everything like that. But at the same time, we do get a little greedy and we'd love to have our racing. So Blackhall and Emerald missed out on the weekend. With that Blackhall meeting off, there's been a couple of additional races added to the Bar Calden program this Saturday and noms for that close this morning at 11 o'clock and a replacement meeting for Emerald. They've been given a non-tab race meeting for Sunday, December 10 to replace the meeting cancelled on the weekend. But we did have racing on the weekend at uh, Atherton, Gympie and Pentland where the cup went to Van Dangle for Denisha Smith and Matt Maguire. We'll talk about that and a whole heap more coming up on Bushbeat this morning. Helping us out with the talking as always is Rob Luck. G'day Rob. Good morning Steve and uh, listeners and yes Tony you mentioned that wonderful rain. Well it's out in the central west as well. Uh, Longreach has been getting a decent uh, crack at the rain. Uh, Alpha came down the road 27 k's has picked up about 100 mils and I believe Bar Calden overnight has had a decent drop as well. So all interesting that Bar Calden meeting to wrap up the central west at the end of the week but uh, we'll be watching the skies closely and uh, hopefully that meeting will go ahead and as we heard in the intro, Tony, it was great to hear, of course, uh, Scotty Power's voice with those calls. We know that Scotty will be calling the uh, Stampede and the Country Cups again this year. But the first thing I was going to note was that Country Cups, the three place getters again take their place in the field and uh, Echo Point back to defend the title. But one of the interesting things you were talking with Rain, have you got the weather prediction for Saturday, Tony? Because every time I look at the Elders one, it says Doombin. Uh, we'll have rain Friday, Saturday. So the wet track form may come into play. 
Well, at this stage, the uh, long-range forecast, if you can call a week long-range, is saying mostly sunny Thursday, but then some possible storms on Friday and Saturday with a a 50% chance of 10 to 20 mil on Friday and an 80% chance of only 5 to 10 mil on Saturday. So, yeah, there's rain on the way, Rob, but I've seen these forecasts go... Well, both ways. That it could end up being an absolute deluge uh, any time today, tomorrow, and Thursday, and then it could all happen after six o'clock on Saturday night, which we keep our fingers crossed that it mm. may well do. And it could end up absolutely pouring, uh, with a ninety percent chance of rain forecast on Sunday. So, yeah, in the lap of the gods, so to speak. Yeah, and that sounds a little bit better than what I was seeing for Saturday with the uh, elders one. I think at one stage they might have had twenty to forty sitting there, but they chop and change these things, and mm. uh, we'll. Add back in a couple of horses when we took uh, talk to the uh, voice of the Stampede and the Country Cups in Scotty Power uh, a little bit later on. We'll add a couple of these horses back in. But uh, every time we look at these fields, Tony, uh, people say, "Oh, how do you do the form?" Well, one good reason, uh, one good way to do it, of course, go to the Racing Queensland website and you'll see all the results and you can see the video replays uh, of these races to do your form. And uh, we picked out a couple this morning as we come to each of the... We'll look at the Stampede first. We picked out a couple of uh, heats that uh, were run in the lead-up to it. I find it hard to believe we've already come a year and we're back again this weekend where it'll be a great weekend. But let's listen to a couple of the highlights of the Country Stampede heats during the series. It's Arwenichi and Bold Type settle down to fight it out. Here's Cochrane putting in a big run in the centre. Bold Type and Cochrane set them down to fight it out with Arwenichi and over on the inside. Hit snooze and down the outside, Mr. Larrabee. Mr. Larrabee over the top of him and Mr. Larrabee. Mr. Larrabee from last has got up. Unrestricted's in front, but it's got company in the shape of Kalashnikov. Kalashnikov goes up on the outside of Unrestricted and bounded clear. Kalashnikov. Pack your bags, you're off to Brisbane. I am fearless, swept to the lead at the 175, but Vule's coming back for another look with Elusive Eagle. I am fearless is in front, Elusive Eagle and Vule try, but in front it is I am fearless. I am fearless wins from Elusive Eagle. It's entrepreneurial from Chatilly who's up in second position, but struggling a little bit. They're going to be followed further back in the field by Golden Athenia and down the outside running a bit of a race with Absolute Legend. Babs Cowboy's not in at this stage, but he's starting to make a little bit of ground. It's entrepreneurial in front. Trying very hard. Pabs Cowboy and out wide. Chatilly is still there. Entrepreneurial's looking pretty good. Pabs Cowboy's running on to the second position, but it's not going to be to any avail because Entrepreneurial won from Pabs Cowboy. In the straight, Al Pals Gallop the inside of Capital Rain. Jack be lucky and Keenzap down the outside. Al Pals Gal, Keenzap running on and Jack be lucky splitting through in the centre. Hidden eyes flying. Jack be lucky. Jack be lucky has just held hidden eyes. Tight for third, Keen Zap and Nick the Skip flying. Followed by Capital Rain, which weakened high cost. What a finish, then Bonniev. Yes, the Stampede started off back at Ewan on that Friday tab program where Mr Larrabee was successful in the first of our country Stampede heats. We heard in there as well Kalashnikov winning at Blackhall. He was very impressive uh, on debut for the uh, the Schofield Stable, I think. It might have been his first run on Longreach Cup Day. Then he came out and won a couple of heats of the uh, the Stampede, one at uh, Blackhall and the other one he picked up along the way was at Clermont. Uh, we also heard there I Am Fearless winning at Chinchilla 
entrepreneurial at Morumbah and the last of the Stampede Heats was at Roma on Roma Cup Day. Jack be lucky, successful for the Gearins there. Rob, we bring Scott Power into the program this morning to preview the Stampede final. First of all, morning, Scotty. Hey, good morning, Tone. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, the field has uh, come together Scott. really, really well when we look back at uh, the heats that we had, the winners, place-getters and those that have made up the final field of 15 plus 7 emergencies. I think the barrier draws, though, have sorted out a couple of them. It certainly has, Tone. And, um, yeah, I've, I've gone through the form. Uh, I, I think it's one of the toughest fields we've seen for the Stampede final. Um, I, I think you can go down to, like, 10 chances in the race. Um, and, I, yeah, I'll, I'll change my mind, I don't know how many times, particularly with the weather... <laughs> And an unknown quantity. Yep, I'm only going to ask you for five, and not necessarily in in rank order by the end of it, uh, Scotty. But uh, what I like to see with these finals is the growing number of new horses coming into the race, as well as the older stages, the ones that are experienced, the new trainers that are bringing horses through. The stables keep growing with these series, but. Um, you get right from the top weight with Arwanichi down to Fanar that has a, has a run already with the scratching of Spindle. The the class of the field, I think, is, is, is very balanced, very even. You've got some standout horses, but are they in their same, same form as in previous years? You've got always this problem of sand to grass, the types of uh, heats they've been running in. That might be the first question to ask you. Where, where did you think the strongest heats uh, appeared for this uh, series, for the Stampedes? Um, sort of hard to hard to judge it, Robbie. Um, of course, with the different fields, but I think possibly down in the southeast um, were the stronger heats. I, I think um, you know just going through the form and the form lines, possibly down in that southeast corner, mate, was a couple of uh, stronger heats. Um, you know, leading into the final. Yeah, I, I, I saw Chinchilla. The results coming out of there with I Am Fearless and Elusive Eagle. And uh, as well, the Mount Perry uh, one, the most recent one, uh, James Atelli coming through that. But we'll have a look at each of these horses quickly. Uh, Scotty, have you put a line through your old favourite from Emerald, Arwanichi, after he comes through the second in the uh, heat at Clermont? Mate, I, 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 think he's a, I think he's a top five chance, Arwanichi. Uh, Gabby Simmons takes the ride. Um, he's a grand old campaigner. He's seasoned at these types of races. Uh, drawn a lot better this year. He's drawn barrier eight. Yep. And uh, when the whips are cracking, don't worry about the 61 kilos because a sting out of the ground, he's going to suit him. He's had four starts in the heavy for three wins, 14 on the soft for four, four and one. So uh, brings him right into calculations with the weather predictions. And I think with the pace on up front, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't write him off. He's, he's definitely a top five chance, Owenichi. Yep, he mightn't have won in this current campaign or for some time, but his form's been building nicely uh, with that fourth at uh, Barky behind Herelban and then behind Kalashnikov, which is the second horse in the race. Kalashnikov, this black opal winner and uh, golden slipper runner. It's interesting form lines, 1-7, one, 1-7, seven, one, seven, 1. Does that mean the pattern continues? Do you think it's uh, <laughs> midfield or is it in the top four or five? I, I think he's a top five chance, uh, Kalashnikov. Um, I know he's won three out of his five starts um, up this way. I, I go back to the run at Emerald when it finished. I, it says seventh of ten behind Blue Kentucky Moon, beaten two lengths. I, I think that run was very good. A, a lot of merit in the run because he didn't begin all that well that day. And to be only beaten two lengths by Blue Kentucky Moon, who's got a big rap on it, uh, one in Rockhampton the other day. So, yeah, I, I think he's a genuine each, each way chance. Kalashnikov and the sting out of the ground will suit it as well. 
My only concern there is, like you were saying, Rob, with the going from the the sand or the dirt tracks to the grass, that he was very impressive at Longreach on the dirt, then seventh on the grass at Emerald, very impressive at Blackhall in his heat, as we heard, beating unrestricted and high cost on the dirt there. On the grass track of the outback at Bar Calden, where he ran seventh, and then he won at Clermont, beating Arwenichi in Gossip Talk. As much as you look at the form guide and say, yes, one seven one seven, I'm looking and going... Sand, dirt, sand, dirt, oh, sorry, yeah. sand, grass, sand, grass, sand, and now he's on grass. So mm. is that a concern? Well, it's an interesting thing too, Tony. Every time you look at these horses, it's hard to find one where you just go tick, 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 tick. I can't find a problem because each of them has a, plenty of strengths, but they also have a little weakness maybe in their form line. So mm. interesting one you've picked up there. Emma Bell, of course, riding in great form. Uh, she has a ride in both races. Elusive Eagle, you're talking about that southeast corner form, second at Chinchilla. I quite like the form lines of this particular horse, uh, but I have it in the top five, actually. And uh, also the fact that it's got such a great distance record with four from nine. Are your comments on Elusive Eagle, Scotty? I know the, it'll be up on the pace. Yeah, I, I certainly think it's going to have to work hard in that early and middle part of the race, Robbie. Uh, I don't write it completely off. I think barrier 19 is a big concern but for the barrier she- shepherd train galloper. Yeah, on the wet uh, certainly goes in its favour as well. Now, Johnny Manzeman <clears throat> has yet to win one of these um, uh, finals. He's had uh, results. I think he's been filled the third and second place getter stalls, uh, whether it be in the Country Cups or Stampede. Three runners, um, a magnificent achievement for the stable. Cochrane, as well as Mr Larrabee and Gossip Talk. Let's have a look at his three runners, Scotty. Let's start with Cochrane. He's a bit of an enigma. But he's really putting his act together with three wins in his last probably eight starts. And he's turned the corner, I think, this horse. But again, a barrier of concern. Certainly a tough campaigner, Cochrane. And uh, the win in Townsville last start was very good. Uh, come from back off the speed that day over the 1,200. I, I think the barrier is a big concern. Um, very consistent galloper. Uh, never far off the mark, Cochrane. And he's been in it quite a while, but uh, Johnny's got a good knack of keeping these horses up uh, for a long period of time. And I wouldn't ride him completely off Cochrane, but, yeah, that barrier is a concern. Yeah, unsure of the jockey. I thought I saw Ryan Maloney's name somewhere there, but uh, we'll wait to... I've sent a text to John, but I uh, haven't had a response as yet. But uh, I certainly uh, are following with Cochrane. His other runner that we heard the win at Ewan, uh, Mr Larrabee. Now, this one is the interesting horse to me because it all depends on the start, how he steps away. Tiff, Tiff Brooker on board. Wet track really goes against him, though, based on his previous record. But his weight that he comes in with, 55 and a half, I know he'll be back, but if he steps with them and he's in touch, he's. I think he's trained to the minute, this horse, for this particular race, Mr Larrabee, Scott. Certainly I have him in the top five. Uh, the run in Townsville was exceptional last start. Came from uh, back near last at the, about the 800-metre mark, beaten about one length behind Cochrane and Rensday and Co. over the 1,200. As you said, a um, bit concerning with the, with the way he steps away. Uh, Tip Brooker takes the ride, draw barrier four. Uh, started in the uh, Battle of the Bush final earlier in the year, but since that, the form has been fairly consistent. Uh, two wins out of its past four starts, and yeah, I'll give Mr Larrabee a good chance, providing he does step away, because the barrier draw is a big plus. His other runner, Gossip Talk, came off a second at Cookdown. Now, plenty of pace about this horse. Uh, I think you might have seen it at Clermont last uh, run, but Plenty of pace, but maybe the 1,100, uh, whereas for Mr Larrabee, he'll be storming home, maybe a fraction short. This one here may just struggle, do you think, at the 1,100? With Robbie Dolan on board, I'm sure that may be overcome as well. 
Yeah, I, I think I think that is a concern because it, it went it went really very quick in Claremont last start. Uh, was run down by Kalashna Kovanawa Nietzsche. That was over the thousand metres. So stepping up the eleven ten, um, may have to work that little bit of strong barrier eleven, but may come in a couple uh, with the with the emergencies drawn inside. Uh, gossip talk. Um, it's not not right, written off completely, but I just think I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the eleven ten, mate. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be one that uh, adds to the pace. Now, there's a couple of horses I think that you can suggest will add to the pace, and they intrigue me. James Atelli, uh, after racing wide, a very good second at Mount Perry, and I am fearless. Uh, Glenn Richardson's got this horse flying, and it came to Eagle Farm midweek for a win. Uh, not so good in the wet if it does tend to get really heavy or anything like that. Uh, where do you place these two? Because I think they're going to be the key uh, to a lot of the pace. And with I Am Fearless Barrier 2, I could just see it either having the option to sitting back or taking on the lead. What are your comments on them, Scotty? Oh, obviously, uh, tactics are going to play a big part. Uh, James Atelier will certainly will go forward from that barrier uh, where it's drawn that bit wider. So it'll be up vying for the lead, I, I, I'd suggest. Uh, I Am Fearless. Um, I, I think Zechner may take a sit. Drawn Barrier 2. Uh, a good option there to not use that use that uh, petrol up in that early middle part of the race. And I watched it win at Thangul. I know it was only an 800 metre race at Thangul, but I was very impressed from that day on. And its its form since then has been very good. And, and I give it a big, big chance. I am fearless. Yeah, I agree. I just maybe have a question mark. Uh, the distance with only uh, well never placing out of two starts. So, uh, but it's drawn to overcome that problem. Talking about new horses uh, coming through. Uh, and horses in form, Keen Zap coming out of the third at Roma, and uh, of course um, the other the other one, Jack Be Lucky. Now there's a horse in form with the win at Roma as well at Gympie. There are two new horses on the scene uh, that are really in this race right up to their necks. I'm just concerned, Robbie. They both drawn completely off the track. Um, yep. And from that eleven ten, I'm not sure if many horses do win from them wider draws. Um, I certainly certainly appreciate that they're in good form, both those horses. And I don't know, Keynes out did the Birdsville circuit as well. Uh, it was good second to art by Concord. That was over the Birds of Emerald, has won at Yupun since then. And Jack be lucky. Um, certainly, I'll give it a, t- a top uh, five chance as well. But a um, little bit concerned about the, the wide draws for both of those runners. One horse that's really in form and it goes back to the Longreach Cup meeting when it ran third, it got checked it went dropped back through the field, it flashed home and since then it's put together three wins and that's Miss Hoff Rebecca Kerwin and Shannon Aptor, that jockey Shannon's in tremendous form at the moment loves a wet surface, it's got a difficult draw but look at the weight factor 53 and a half I think this is a, a real one to watch with a swooping run uh, with a win at uh, uh, it's two starts at the distance uh, Miss Hoff to me is one but just might get under the guard a little bit, Scott. I certainly give it a, it's a, definitely a top top six or seven chance, Miss Hoff, and Becky Kerwin has it in great form. Uh, it's coming through the grades nicely. Um, as you said, finished third at Longreach that day over the 1,000. Uh, I think the speed on uh, is going to sit it right down to the ground. It'll get into a good spot. And as you said, it, it'll be charging home that last little bit. And unrestricted, just uh, ahead of it as well, that's the Wayne Baker Galloper from out the same area. Um, its form uh, was behind Miss Hoff, two starts back at Charleville. Uh, that was a nice run that day. It also finished second to Kalashnikov in the Blackhall Heat. So, yeah, both those two runners uh, are genuine chances.
And as we look through the final few, um, Dollop, I'm sure, was an emergency for either Battle of the Bush or this race in previous years. Comes through the Stanthorpe second. It's drawn beautifully. Uh, form line's pretty good as well. And also a hallside hammer. I'm going to leave number 16 and 17 to the end, Scotty. It was hallside hammer coming off that Atherton uh, run. The draw goes against it. But Dollop finally gets into the field in one of these finals. Yeah, and certainly Dollop has uh, drawn well, as you said. Uh, drawn barrier three. Damien Thornton takes the ride. Two starts back, be Jack, be lucky. Um, before that, uh, sorry, after that was down the track behind. I am fearless. Only beaten 2.9 that day. So... Yeah, I give it a genuine chance, Dollop. Uh, definitely a, a top eight. It's hard to rank uh, rank that form from the far north. Hallside Hammer's very consistent, though, and Mark Duplessis, I'm sure, can overcome barrier 20, another one that likes Sowet. Uh, two interesting runners down the bottom. You talk about young horses on the way through. Well, Entrepreneurial was a, a very good win at Murrumbah to get its heat, and it was very unlucky behind um, uh, the winner at Bar Calden. Uh, there, entrepreneurial. And Ange Jones certainly has to overcome barrier 22. And then you've got Fanar to now get in the race, uh, Peter Fleming train. This was a little bit underrated as well, and it has run on the track and won here at Doombin. Um, so both of those add that extra depth to the field, but entrepreneurial particularly, a horse on the way up. Yeah, just unlucky with the draw for entrepreneurial. Uh, it's run behind Kalashnikov and Claremont over the 1,000 was very good. Didn't begin all that well. Uh, that day got a little bit of strife in the earlier middle part of the race, but uh, was only beaten 2.3. Um, that was over the 1,000 at, at Claremont. And Fennar, um, of course, it, it did go to Twin Hills earlier in the year. It finished behind Blue Kentucky Moon at Emerald. Has finished second to Hand Dynasty and Spindle um, at Gladstone, both on the sand tracks. And um, that soft uh, record, 12 for 2, uh, brings it in as a, as a rough chance, Fennar, as is entrepreneurial, but just uh, concerning with the wide draw for the entrepreneurial. Yet. It's hard to finalise the rank order of, of a final five, Scotty, uh, with wet conditions, maybe. Uh, one of the factors will come into play, but certainly some of these horses have great records at the distance. Uh, some will be running on strongly. It'll depend on the pace. And with these wide draws that some of these pacey gallopers have got, I'm quite sure there's going to be a fair degree of pace uh, coming through, which makes it hard when you come to the final five because I just noted... I left Jack Be Lucky out. I'm, I'm not sure why. It's a horse so much in form and a very strong win at Roma, but most of it seems to be sand track based. Um, I've got my five roughly at this stage. What have you uh, narrowed it down to? As I said before, I'll be probably 10, but if we've got to go five, I'll go the five with the I'll let you go 10. <laughs> no, I, I, won't, I won't go 10. I'll, I'll go the five, mate. I'll be, be fair and square and and between now and Saturday, that five could definitely change, as I said. Mm. But um, I'm with Iron Fearless, Mr. Larrabee, Jack Be Lucky, Kalashnikov and Arwanichi. That's just a rough top five at this stage, mate. Well, I'm pleased to know I've got a couple, but we haven't gone the same way. Um, the five that I've uh, highlighted... Actually, I've highlighted six, Scotty, I tell a lie. Elusive <laughs> Eagle I've put in, Cochrane I've put in, Mr. Larrabee, definitely... James Atelli, I am fearless, and I think Miss Hoff is the one I worry the most about, whether or not it can match up to the standard of these horses, but I like the fact it's informed. So you get another one, Dad, in, mate. I went six. Yeah, well, I'll go Elusive Eagle, mate, as a, as a six. Well, there we go. We've got 50% the same there, Tony. Let's see how we go on the, uh, on the weekend.
Let's look back at the country stampede heats. We started off on the 23rd of September with heats at Mount Isa, Tarum, and this one at Longreach. As they turn in... He got away. 2.25 to go. Here's Burden starting to run home. And Perseveres letting rip up the outside. And Peshwa's on the fence. It's Centaur. Burden. Persevere. Centaur. Joined by Burden. Persevere. Burden. Kobe rocks and fire. King are putting the issue to Torbrek here as heads a turn for home. Torbrek the inside. Kobe rocks is in the centre coming after it. Gamely. And they look as though they might battle it out. Kobe rocks has got his nose in front. Five Fire King's coming out wide and Torbrick is kicking again on the inside. Fire King over the top. Top of the straight, 250 to go. Office Jim still in front. Banasta's got it in its sights. Laurie starting to extend on the fence and then Sammy. Office Jim's in front from Banasta. Sammy the last shot. Office Jim. Office Jim's off to Brizzy. Here's the favourite Echo Point letting down with 200 to go. Ballard says, let's go, boy. And Echo Point races clear. Running a cheeky race in second is Soul Air, but Echo Point by off to Brisbane. Out in the centre of the track, Stampede Warrior running on and running on strongly. Stampede Warrior shoots to the lead and away goes Stampede Warrior. Calm Seeker running on, but it's all Stampede Warrior. Six links in the run to the line to Calm Seeker Sammy. Tears yes, Burden won the first of the Country Cup's challenge heats at Longreach. They're taking out the cup there the same day Menindi won the Tarum Cup and Ancient Echoes, the Mount Isa Spring Cup. We also heard Office Jim win the Tara Cup with that meeting relocated to Bunya Park at Dolby. Uh, throw into the mix as well there. Uh, now, what was the other one? Fire King in the Eidsvold Cup. We also heard uh, along the way somewhere there, um, uh, I'm trying to think what the other one was, Echo Point, the Blackhall Cup for the Baku Amateurs meeting and the big win for Stampede Warrior in the Roma Cup going back Saturday a week ago, Rob. But again, barrier draws have, uh, may have sorted out some of the fancies here in the Country Cup's final. Yeah, barrier draws and prospect of uh, track conditions, whether it's wet or, or drier. But, Scotty, the first point, uh, the three play skaters from last year, let's look at them as a front-up again. Echo Point, Vanasta and Centaur. Your comments on them, again, are they in the same sort of form? Have they got the right prep coming in? How do you rate their chances? Well, Echo Point, I, I think, has had the ideal uh, preparation. Only had the three starts leading in. Uh, ran fifth at Oidsvold. Uh, that was in the heat behind Fire King. Uh, one at Blackhall. Uh, had another run at Mackay. Uh, that was only last week. And finished down the track behind Tricky Beans. Uh, that was over the 1560. Only beaten 3.8 that day. Um, Dan Ballard takes the ride. So the 63 kilos, um, I know it's a lot of weight, but it's a little bit offset because there'll be no dead weight, uh, so to speak. Um, Echo Point, definitely a top five chance. We go to Vanasta. We go to Vanasta, Robbie. Yep. Um, has drawn 21. Uh, that's a, that is a concern. Um, one, at, one at one door, two starts back. Uh, finished down the track behind the driver. That was a Doombin. Uh, just ticking over for this race. Um, beaten um, less than six lengths that day. Uh, finished down the track. Gary Gearin takes the ride again on Vanasta. But, yeah, that barrier draw, I, I think it's a, a big concern. Um, and she's she's in fairly consistent form once again. But I don't know I don't know if that's um, going to play against her with that wide draw. Um, and Centaur, um, finished down the track his last start. That was at the sunny coast. Um, before that, um, had a trial in Rockhampton. Has been in for quite a while, Centaur. Um, that's drawn 15. Uh, my only concern is it's been in for that long period of time. 
Um, possibly not in the same form as last year, but definitely don't write him off. Yeah, barrier 15 as well. And uh, I have a little question mark about him at the uh, 1600. Um, but uh, history can be made in the race uh, with rather salubrious having won Battle of the Bush and uh, Country Cups. We also have Art by Concord coming off that Battle of the Bush win and horses in form. You can't knock the win at your poon. It came from at the back of the field, flew home. And Kyle Wilson-Taylor back on board. Barrier's not going to worry it, I don't think. Uh, he has to be a, a top chance, Scotty, up by Concord. Um, definitely definitely a top two chance, I think, um, up by Concord. I don't want to put the mocker on Smithy and the, and the yeah. uh, connection, but when you look at that uh, picket line, um, out of its past five starts, five wins, of course, it had the, uh, the win in the Battle of Bush earlier in the year. Um, it had a bit of a break. Came back and won first up at Emerald over a thousand metres with Paul Hamblin in the saddle that day. And to see him travelling as easily as he was, uh, going past the 600, but still a fair way off the lead and, and win like he did. I, I think he's a new kid on the block, Robbie. Um, I don't want to sort of go, you know, off too early, but Kyle Wilson Taylor takes the ride again. The win at Yipoon was exceptional, and I'm not concerned about the 1600. I, I think Arbor Concord is a very, very good chance. Yeah, his, his form lines speak for themselves. And Although he did get beaten by Echo Point at Bar Calden over the 1600, uh, that's that fourth back in his form line, but it's a very small query that you place there. But there's two horses that really come in with some great form and good heats, I believe. One is Office Jim coming off the Tara uh, heat win that was run at Dolby, and he's gone over the border to Ballina uh, for a win last start. And the other is Fire King. You had to be impressed by its run at Toowoomba. Uh, two Saturdays ago as it leads into the final. Um, Office Jim and Fire King should be strongly supported in the market. Yeah, and Bubba Tilly takes the right on Office Jim, of course, for the Pat Webster stable. Has drawn wide, uh, but, yeah, the, the win uh, at Dolby was very good. Um, went over the border to the Ballina, uh, just to tick it over nicely. That was last week. Finished third at Gympie on the sand. That was over, over 1,000. But I, I think this horse is a genuine chance and definitely a top three chance. Yeah, five starts at the 1,600, four seconds, so it's due to crack the win. And Fire King, as I said, Adam Sewell, there's a jockey that's had a great uh, year. Of course, uh, he uh, had the win on the driller in the Cairns Cup, but uh, Fire King's come in with the right form. Yeah, definitely a four, uh, top five chance. Olivia Cairns um, has Fire King racing in good form. Uh, the win at Toowoomba was very good. That was just ticking him over nicely for this race. Uh, before that, it was third um, at Toowoomba as well over the mile. One at Oddsville. Yeah, consistent form and a genuine chance. Drawn barrier two. We heard Stampede Warrior win that Roma Cup. There's only one way to ride this horse, Scotty, and that was the way Tyler Leslite uh, rode him at, Stan at um, Roma. And, uh, look, I just don't know. Uh, interestingly, soft, heavy form is not all that impressive, but... He has to have everything go his way coming from the back of the field, but he has drawn well. And, look, he's a monster of a horse. He's about 18 hands. He has a huge stride. And uh, if he can get the right sort of run in the race, he's certainly in with the show. Yeah, I, I think the, you know, the, the run behind the leaders is going to play a big part because drawn barrier four, Stampede Warrior won't use no petrol at all in that early and middle part. And I tell you what, if, the, if there's a bit of chink in anyone's arm with that last 100 metres of the race... Um, just watch out for Stampede Warrior. You'd probably rate him above Billy's other runner in Ancient Echoes, would you? Um, yeah, I, I, I think so at this stage. Uh, just with that wet track, it, it's just definitely um, you know, going to play a big part in, in what we decide we go with on Saturday. 
but yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I rate I rate um, yeah, Stampede Warrior above Ancient Echoes, mate. Yep. Um, we heard Longreach Cup race there. Burden he uh, ran fourteenth in this race uh, last year. He doesn't tend to travel well, Burden. So maybe he's in in the bottom half of selections. Um, uh, going forward, and uh, that might apply to a couple of other runners. But your comments on Burden, and also the Cloncurry run, a vigorous flow, which uh, for Denise Ballard has got pretty good soft track form. Yeah, well, Burden, um, I think he's been down there for a little while um, from the west down there in in amongst the uh, the weather down that way. And fourth to Menindi, that was a bar call, and over the thirteen hundred, finished second and most impressive before that. Uh, finish uh, fourth to Cosy Can Can, so. Has been in for quite a while. Did the Birdsville, Birdsville uh, Cup circuit as well, Burden. So I'm not sure if he's going as well um, at the moment, but definitely a rough chance because the 1,600 metres uh, will definitely suit. And, and then vigorous. we go to vigorous flow. Um, I, I think the, the soft form, uh, six for two and four for, for one, drawn well, drawn barrier six, uh, one at Birdsville over the 1,400, mm. um, finished down the track after that at Mount Isa and then uh, one at Tong Curry, beating Valley of Dreams and Factory Warrior, um, has finished second at Richmond after that. So, I think if it handles that, um, you know, softer ground, uh, maybe a rough chance, vigorous flow. Yeah, he's he's got the good record at the distance: three wins, two seconds out of eight. So he could be one that uh, slips under the guard. And if we go to the North Queensland area, there is a horse here that tends to be a blowout horse every now and again, and that's Josh Manselman's horse, just a, such a wit. Uh, that one at Bowen. As well, you've got Vivenzo, an interesting runner, Michael Morrison, Gold Coast base, but this horse was up in the far north and won uh, the Innisfail heat and strung together a couple of um, good wins there. And uh, love on Sunday for Axe Alex Malif. Uh It also came through the Home Hill one, and it does well on the uh, on the soft. I've, I've got a liking for it, actually, on the strength of the fact it can run past 1,600. Those three North Queenslander horses are the hardest ones to measure up, I find, Scotty, when I look at these finals. Yeah, and, you know, definitely such a wit. Um, it's run the other day was pretty good behind Ready for Magic and Omudgy in Mackay. That was over the, the 1,300. Uh, Vivenzo, definitely I've got it in a, in a top five chance. And with Love on Sunday, was certainly, well, Axe knows what he needs to bring down because with Penny Agua mm. uh, a couple of years ago uh, doing the job for the connections down there in the in the country cup um you know one at home hill last start as you said finished fourth through such a wit um i wouldn't write it completely off love on sunday because um as you said that wet form uh, could come into play for it yep and we'll just mention sammy quickly coming off placings but again that barrier 22 Corey and kylie gear and uh, didn't do too well there. 21 and 22, Vanasta and Sammy. But if it gets the run, it'll be a consistent run, I think, from Sammy. Yeah, it'll be a rough chance if he gets a run. Um, and there's one up near the top. Um, I just think it's got a good record. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure about the 1,600 for Menindi. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, trained by Wayne Baker. Paul Hamblin takes the ride and it's drawn completely off the track, you know, barrier 20. But... Um, finished down the track at Roma, but um, on the turf it beat Deep Breath. That was at Barcaulin. So, yeah, stepping up to the 1600 is a big concern, but but I, I like its record. Um, you know, uh, 45 starts, 12 wins, and it's got form on the wet. So, just just uh, yeah, may pay to you know just keep an eye on it. And finally, 
the driller. I almost missed him for Johnny Manselman. Uh, this Cairns Cup winner coming off a third at Innisfail. You know he'll run 2,000, but is a 1,600 too short? I, I think this horse is being trained specifically for this race. He'll be rock-hard fit, but again, he's got to have everything go his way, and I'm not too sure on the soft, heavy uh, with him, but he's got quality on board. He's just got to be a little bit more in touch with the field uh, in the straight. Yeah, he's, he's run two starts back was okay. McCoy, of course, that was the same race that Echo Point was in. Uh, finished third in the Innisfail. That was over 2,000, but as you said, came from a mile back. Um, that's a concern, how far how far he gets back, the driller, uh, because the 1,600, there'll be a little bit more speed on over the mile. Um, may get a long way back and the, the, the wet track may bring it into calculations, of course, uh, with some of those horses tippy-toeing that last little bit. Well, we're down to the final six. No rank order required at this stage, mate, uh, depending on what happens between now and Saturday. But what do you end up with six in this one? Um, he's six. Uh, we'll go up by Concord. Office Jim, Echo Point, Fire King, Vivenzo. And for the six, um, I'll put in such a whip, just as a run yep. chance, mate. Yep, I'm pretty similar. I've certainly got Art by Concord in. I differ. I've put the driller in, um, Office Jim, Fire King. I've put Love on Sunday in. And Willie Chandler will be pleased to know I've left out Echo Point so he doesn't get the knock put on it. And uh, I'm going to put Vigorous Flow in to run in a top six position as well. So there we go, Tony. It's going to be interesting between now and Saturday, but uh, Scotty knows his form very, very well. I think I think he's he's uh, he's pretty much on the money. Most times he, he studies the form in this. So hopefully the listeners have, have uh, got a good guide to the Stampede and uh, Country Cups on the weekend. And as we said, Rob, if you want to check out any of the replays, uh, the uh, the regional cast team have been busy right through the uh, the whole of the two series and the replays available at Racing Queensland's YouTube page. You'll find the links there when you go to the uh, the various pages on Racing Queensland, uh, especially when you just do a Google search for, say, for example, Queensland Country Stampede. It'll bring up uh, the homepage for that, give you the series conditions, give you the results, but importantly, there's a button at the bottom that gives you the race replays and they're all on the one page to be able to load Kate, those uh, Stampede and Cup Heat replays. Scotty, we'll see you on the weekend at Durban. Uh, spend plenty of time in the meantime going over the form once the markets come out from Tab later in the week and good calling in the two races coming up on Saturday. Hey, thanks, Tane. Good morning to you. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, everyone. Going to be a great day for sure on Saturday. Time on the wing, Rob, so we better have a quick look at what else happened on the weekend. As I said at the top of the show, we lost the Blackhall and Emerald meetings on the weekend, but still were able to get some uh, racing at Atherton, Gympie and Pentland, where the Pentland Cup went to Van Dangle. Denisha Smith uh, winning here for trainer Matthew Maguire, but I saw some celebrations by the Cairns CEO in, uh, in Cameron Richards, who's a part owner of Van Dangle. Yeah, there's a lot of owner names in that horse. But, yeah, I saw Cam's name there. And uh, congratulations, Cam, spreading uh, the ownership wings far and wide. We're at uh, Pentland on the weekend. They got the, th the meeting through. It looked a bit doubtful, but the weather held off. And Tanya Parry and Denisha Smith cracked that double. Denisha's got the win with Ben Williams on uh, Our Addiction. He also um, got the win with Matthew Maguire on Van Dangle in the cup, defeated Jacka's own and Betcha Baby. This one came through that Ewan form, third at Ewan, the Vancouver six-year-old. And uh, the other jockeys or the other jockey winners on the day, Jay Doolan combined with David Reynolds for Madonna Can't Sing, came off a Cooktown third, uh, took out the cutest maiden plate. 
Michaela Brand, trained a first winner. Well done, Michaela. Brave missile, Amanda Thompson on board. Uh, first up in a year, so a marvellous training performance. Uh, Brave Missile defeating Sivitas and Witty's Dream. On the take for Tanya Parry and Keith Ballard combined in the benchmark uh, 65. And Tessa Townsend got a, the uh, second of the double for Tanya Parry with Rusty Rose in the benchmark 45. Um, Tony, when you talk about jockeys in form and, and horses for courses and tracks, conditions, etc., you go up to Atherton. Well, you know that Lacey Morrison is going to put together some winning rides, a double on the day. Scott Sheargold, a double. Charlie Hoffman, Ricky Ludwig, doubles. Charlie and Lacey kicked off with a glot in the first race, two, uh, second at its last two. Uh, Morgan Butler's been going to the north. He got a win with uh, Nicole Homan with a wrongfully wrong. that has been placed at three of its last four. But Scotty Sheargold, uh, he had a double. He had I shot the deputy, not the sheriff. Uh, for Ricky mm-hmm. Ludwig, the Tyronado three-year-old gelding. Two wins from three starts for this stable, going very well. Uh, I shot the deputy. And Scott also combined with Ricky to give Ricky the second leg of his double with the smart missile Red Lantern. Another one only having its third run in the stable. So great to see that stable getting a couple of new horses there going well. And Bonnethon, a horse that loves the track. Four from six on the track for this schnitzel for Charlie Hoffman and Lacey Morrison to compete complete their double uh, for the day in the three-horse race, but again, a close finish over Star Philly and Strategist. And, of course, Gimpy wrapped up their racing year where Kelly Gates continued in great form and Shania Willis having a double on the day on the five-event program. Kelly combined with Tony Hayden and got the cutest money on daytime martinis that had been placed at its last three at Gimpy. Shania kicked in with Tom Maloney on Igbo, uh, which took the benchmark 45. Shania backed up with a race-to-race double with Kristen Rune on He Wrecked Them. Uh, this one came off a of Bundaberg second uh, at its last run and improved on that run for the good win in the Class B. And Kelly came back with the win for Adrian Olsen, uh, having its second run for the stable in your mother, a spirit of boom, five-year-old gelding that came from well back in the field to defeat City Chick and Babu King. And to wrap up the whole proceedings at Gympie in their year, Corey Sutherland, Michael Lakey combined with Freedom Avenue, uh, defeating a Master Red for the John Walks table in a close finish in the benchmark 55. Uh, but Kelly Gates, certainly a jockey that's uh, getting around those country tracks and, uh, and doing a great job. Talking about jockeys getting around country tracks, congratulations, Emily Pomfret got her first uh, TAB winner at Warwick yesterday on Louva Lil. Uh, I think it was in the last race on the program. It's good to see these hard-working jockeys who travel around and support the country meetings getting up with these uh, wins at the TAB circuit, Tony. Yes, the calendar for the week ahead following on from Home Hill today. It's Mackay on Thursday and Rockhampton Friday. Uh, while there'll be uh, plenty of country folk in town for the finals at Durban on Saturday, there's also the uh, the uh, provincial meetings at Toowoomba and Townsville. And Saturday's non-tab programs, Rob, off to Bar Calden, weather permitting. We keep our fingers crossed there for racing. Port of Brisbane Cup Day for Gundawindi, one of their time-honoured race days, and they get a, plenty of people making their way out uh, to the border town there. Matt Iser and Thangul also racing on the weekend. Yeah, we're starting to wrap it up for the country circuits, aren't we? But there's no better way to wrap it up than having the country stampede country cups final when the country hits the city. They're going to hear the roof rocket doom and when they come into that home straight, Tony, because the country people love to cheer their horses home. Good luck to all runners, safe racing, and hopefully uh, you get uh, a great result out of those two great prize money races uh, to support country racing. 
Um, we'll be back next week, Tony, to uh, concentrate on all the results. Of course, the results of the Stampede and the Country Cup's taking highlight. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to our listeners. Good morning, Steve. Good, good on you there, Rob. Rob Luck and Scott Power hopefully providing you plenty of insight into the Country Cups Challenge Final and the Country Stampede Final coming up at Durban on Saturday. As uh, Rob said, good luck to all competitors, safe racing, and to those other clubs that are racing on the weekend, we wish you good racing as well. If you missed any of the show, as always, the podcast replay available at Radio Tab's megaphone page. The link goes out on Twitter or X at Radio Tab Oz. We also put it up on the Country Punters page on Facebook. We'll see you all at Dermot on the weekend and look forward to catching up with you again next Tuesday on Bushbeat.